Welcome to Perimeter Cast. Today I'd like to talk about something that I've been into now for about the last 18 years or so, probably beginning around 2000, 2001, and that is buying and selling gold. Now, when I say gold, what I mean specifically is bullion. There is numismatic coin collecting, which is rare coins. And I don't mess with that. You've got to be very specialized to know how to deal in that ball game. What I'm talking about is just bullion gold from the U.S. Mint or the Mint of Canada. Now, when we're talking about bullion, that means one-ounce minted coins. Um, there's also half-ounces half and quarter-ounces. And there's also a tenth of an ounce, I think. but I usually just buy whole ounces. It's just much easier. I do have some half ounce. Um, I, think, I think I've got a lot of half ounce maple East, And I have those just because when I went up to make a purchase, it, it was all that he had. And he gave me a little bit of a discount. Now, when I originally started to buy gold, the Internet wasn't as wasn't the same as it is today and everyone didn't have an online website and it was a little difficult to find out a whole lot about buying gold locally and so what I ended up doing was just finding a couple of places and one of the places was close to where I worked and I went in there one day and at this point gold was about $375 an ounce up from about 200 and I went in there and I bought my first, with with a lot of trepidation, I went in there and bought my first ounce of gold. Gold had been in a bear market since the 80s. Maybe it was 1980 or 81. Anyway, it peaked out at about 850 for a day. And then it slowly trended down for the next 20 years to where it bottomed out around $200. And after finding out more and more about it you could kind of see that if things are cyclical then the bear market in gold was probably near its end historically speaking so i bought gold because it was on sale and that was my belief at the time it turned out that it was completely right Bull market in gold started in around 2000, I think, and gold got up to was well, $1,900 in 2011. So, if you bought gold back in those days and you averaged over the next few years and you still have your gold like I do, then at a thousand dollars an ounce, you're way ahead of the game and I think probably my average cost for an ounce is probably in the $600 neighborhood. I never sold my gold. Uh, I still have it and it's come in handy in a lot of different ways. I think most of the time you'll hear people who've never bought an ounce of gold recommend that you don't buy it 
or say that it's a nutty thing or associate it with people who are, you know, wacky, tinfoil hat kind of people, which really nothing could be further from the truth. It's just a matter that the mass majority of people always tend to do what they've been conditioned to do through the mainstream media and the powers that be. And I can tell you, this brainwashing really does work on people. I went out on the Internet to try to find just a typical comment from a non-gold buyer or a gold um, naysayer. And let me just read this one quick quote. This is in response to a guy who was uh, debating if he should buy a gold coin on uh, on a forum uh, Mr. Money Mustaches Forum, and here's the first response to this quote. I think it's silly, but that personal opinion, my experience with rare coins comes from watching hardcore pawn and pawn stars. Even from trash TV shows like that, I know that. Okay, so here's someone who has absolutely no knowledge of buying gold except for what they've seen on the television and they're counseling the person that they shouldn't buy gold. And that's a pretty typical kind of a response that you'll find if you bring it up at the gym or anywhere else for that matter. So that's the average Joe's opinion, someone who's not investing in gold or pretty much anything else. And the other facet is the investment world that says, you shouldn't invest in it, it's a bad investment, is coming from Wall Street where it's mainly making the case that gold doesn't pay a dividend and you'd be much better off to put your money in some kind of a Wall Street investment. And really the point that I'm trying to make is if you want to invest in gold, then that's your business. If people want to invest in Picassos, that's their business. People invest in all kinds of things, all kinds of assets. Um, gold's just one of many, but I think it's kind of weird that when you look at Wall Street, you get the uh, financial industry zeroes in on gold and says, you, you know, it's a bad investment or your financial advisors say it's a bad investment. And you don't get that with other forms of uh, investments. It seems like gold gets singled out a lot of times. And on the other side of the coin, there is the people who are always promoting gold because, you know, the financial collapse is coming. And you should buy gold and you should get it from them. You know, of course, I think the truth about gold is somewhere in the middle, but it really boils down to what is important to you. Like I said, when I was buying gold on a regular basis, I had anywhere from four to seven, eight hundred dollars in the ounces that I bought, and I'd say six, eight maybe even 10 years later, 
I used some gold to buy a truck. Actually, I have the truck now. I bought that truck. Um, it's an 05. I bought that truck about 2010, I think it was. And I paid for that truck by taking some ounces that I had and exchanging those for cash and then I paid cash for the truck. I think it was about $6,500 he wanted for the truck so I ended up having, I think I had to exchange four ounces of gold to buy the truck and so realistically I probably had I don't know less than half probably Two thousand to three thousand dollars in the silver or the uh, gold that I used to purchase the truck with. So, if you catch the market in the right place, it can it can be a store of value for you. But I don't think trying to time the top or bottom of the market is. is I don't think you're going to have too much much success in that because it may only occur once or twice in your whole life. So I was lucky to get in when I did. And I guess luck was tempered with the um, just the quest to try to get outside of what was basically being parroted on all media at the time. And this was around 2000, like I said, and the tech bubble was about to burst. And I know a lot of people that lost a lot of money in the tech bubble. And a lot of what I was reading at the time in direct opposition of what you would see on MSNBC, that the uh, stock market or the business cycle was never going to go down again just remember the tech boom that was sort of a mania and obviously that did burst but right at the top of that bubble was the bottom of the the bear market in gold and that's when i started to buy gold now a lot of people might say also out of ignorance Things such as, well, you can't eat gold, right? You can't eat dollar bills either. Um, I think a lot of people try to make a case against having gold is that if there were a financial collapse or if the dollar collapsed or whatever, um, then you couldn't exchange it for anything. But you know the um other side of the case will be made by the gold bugs that says well it's got intrinsic value and it does have intrinsic value so it's always going to be worth something but yeah you do have to have a market to exchange it and let's take a look at something like a gun um i don't know too many things better than a gun or musical instruments i was going to entitle this thing guns gold and guitars because 
if you've got any of the three, you can pretty much turn those um, and get some cash pretty much any time. So you can take a gun down to a pawn shop pretty much any time and get some cash for it. Uh, it's not as simple as it used to be with all the regulations and stuff that's happened since all the uh, stuff going on these days, but it used to be fairly simple. You just go down to the pawn shop and, you know, if you needed a hundred bucks, you could pawn a rifle or something or sell it. And, you know, you could walk out with your cash. Same thing with a guitar. I've had to pawn my guitar and I've sold guitars before you know, for quick cash because I was broke. And pretty much whatever the case is, whether it's a boat, a car, you know, tools, there's a market out there for it. And especially today with Craigslist, which now is is online, but used to just be the classified ads in the newspaper, you can pretty much take anything of value and put it out there and sell it and make some money but you either need time or you need cash so if you're going to sell your car and you want to get the best deal for it then you're going to put it on you're going to list it on craigslist and you're going to have a set amount that you'll take for it now this process might take you a week might take you two months just depends on the other hand if you need cash then once you take whatever your item is to a say a pawn shop you can get the cash right away but you're gonna get the lowest bottom dollar that you're gonna be able to get because you need the cash right now. Gold works on a completely different setup because what most people who are ignorant of gold don't know is that in the bullion world, there's a market, and that market is set by the spot price of gold, which is traded on the commodity exchange and it's traded around the world 24-7. So any time, day or night, you can find out what the price of gold happens to be. Now, it fluctuates. Um, it's gone down from about 1300 about a month or so ago. Now it's down to about $1,000. So it's moved to $300 here recently. Um, that scares some people. Some people, they just read the sports page. But the thing that most people don't understand about the gold market is that, and we're talking bullion here, is that a dealer, a coin dealer, who deals in bullion, your bullion dealer, he's got to give you spot price for what it is you're bringing in. So if you're bringing in a let's say a one ounce gold eagle an american united states government minted gold eagle 
he's got to give you spot price less his commission for that coin. It's not optional. That's how the market functions. These things are regulated by the mint. Uh, you can't just be a fly-by-night coin dealer. You, ha you have to meet certain criteria to even be in the business, and you have to have a certain amount of liquidity. I just want to read real quick what they say about the American Buffalo gold coin for investors. Um, in 2006, United States released the American Buffalo gold coins, its first 24-carat denomination under public law 109-145. American Buffalo gold bullion coins are the first .9999 fine 24-carat gold coins ever struck by the United States Mint. These $50 gold coins, $50 is the face value. These $50 gold coins are available to members of the public seeking a simple and tangible way to own and invest in 24-karat gold in the form of legal tender coins whose content and purity is guaranteed by the U.S. government. Now, that's right off the U.S. Mint's website. And you can go there. It's usmint.gov, usmint.gov. And this isn't some scheme. This isn't some fly-by-night. This is some weirdo tinfoil hat, you know, website. This is the United States government who mints every single coin you've got in your piggy bank or in your pocket. And they promote bullion investment. And the the notion that it's uh, some kind of a weird thing that only whack jobs get into, that's really a, a complete product of, I would say, the mainstream and probably Wall Street, although I think that since bullion investing has been opened up to IRAs now, that it's not looked on with as much uh, uncertainty that it was, let's just say, when I first started buying uh, gold 15, 20 years ago. Um, it's changed a lot since then. And I think I had a harder time finding a a, 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 a a sort of a knee jerk response online. Actually, that forum that I uh, made that quote from, most of the people on that forum that responded to that guy were, were pretty level headed about the whole thing. So as I was referring to earlier, because people collect lots of stuff, um, people collect guitars, cars, guns, and all of that stuff is tradable, but of all of those things, or all of the things I can think of, I don't know anything that's more liquid than gold, gold or silver bullion here in the United States. Um, like to read one more thing from the Mint website. 
says the United States Mint, like other world mints, does not sell its bullion coins directly to the public. Instead, we distribute the coins through a network of official distributors called authorized purchasers, who in turn create a two-way market buying and selling to precious metal wholesalers as well as private investors. So this two-way market is completely endorsed and sponsored by the United States government's mint. So, you know, so many people operate out of um, ignorance and they just, just because you're not aware of something doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. And that's what I found out when I started um, looking into gold was that although I couldn't find anybody that I knew personally, in other words, I didn't have any friends who knew anything about the gold market, yet there was a gold market out there. And once I got over my trepidation and, and got out there and started to look into it myself, I realized that there are millions of people who are into collecting coins, trading coins, um, saving coins, you name it. And it's a real big hobby and it's a real big business as well. But it's just that, you know, out of the 300 and however many million people we have here, it's, you know, it's a small percentage of the people that are knowledgeable. And I guess that is pretty much like everything else. It was real interesting once I kind of got into buying gold and silver. And I think I was directly responsible for one of my friends getting into buying silver. It's funny when you get around people who do trade in in bullion or, or coins or gold in general precious metals you know it's it's so refreshing to have a conversation with somebody who's you know telling you about something that they've bought or a deal that they found or how they've used bullion to do something like i was talking about earlier about buying a truck and you know my other friend who got into purchasing silver on a on a real consistent basis you know his goal was to put his daughter through college on those purchases and i think he'll succeed uh, i do another thing i'd like to touch on when it comes to bullion is how easy it is to do a transaction with a reputable dealer it's just one simple step to take your bullion down to the dealer and, and exchange it for cash and this is how it works on the day that you want to exchange some gold, you take a look on the internet, find out what the spot price is. I recommend you find out what the spot price is. And so you go on Kitco or wherever and you find out that it's gold's at $1,000 an ounce. So you call your coin dealer up and say, listen, what would be your buying price today on a one ounce gold eagle? And he's going to look down at his monitor and he's going to say, well, I will, it's trading at $1,000 spot. 
I've got a hundred dollar premium, so I'll buy one ounce gold eagles today at nine hundred. Then when you get down to the coin shop, he's gonna buzz you in. You're gonna walk in. You're gonna slap your coins down on the counter. He's gonna take a look at them with his little eyepiece, make verify they aren't counterfeit. He's going to walk into his office and he's going to come back out and he's going to count you out 12 $100 bills and then you walk out of the store. End of story. Now, I once tried to get $7,000 out of a bank and it was nearly a 45-minute wait and when I left, they had given me $5,000 in $20 bills. If there is any other method that is is seamless and let's just say anonymous as buying and exchanging gold bullion i haven't found it so i thought i would just take a little while today to sort of summarize why i like having bullion and what I like about gold and what I like about silver and what I know about buying and selling it because there's so much disinformation out there. And I think a lot of people have cold feet about buying and trading coins because for whatever reason, they've just been conditioned to think that they're going to get ripped off. But all you have to do is just go into a local shop, find a reputable shop, go in there, talk to the guy. You know, buy an ounce of silver first. Buy a couple of ounces of silver. You know, do some business with a local businessman. And once you get adjusted and once you get your feet wet, you'll you'll come to understand that it isn't some sort of a nebulous ring of pirates and mafiosos that it's a real market, it's a market backed up by the government, it's a market that is, I'd say, vigorous market out there. Um, There's lots and lots of people who do this stuff all the time, and and you can even find a huge network of people online who, who, traders who aren't big enough to have shops in, you know, in a storefront, but they they buy and sell gold and bullion on eBay and other places. Um I've bought I've bought some gold online too. So do whatever you're comfortable with. I think the easiest way to go is just to find a local reputable coin dealer. So those are just some of my thoughts and experiences with gold bullion. And I hope that if you have any interest whatsoever in getting into collecting coins or buying bullion that you don't let fear of the unknown stop you from doing it. (laughs) 